Mr. Phillips. Mr. fucking Chavez. Welcome back. Welcome back. Where's the one and only Mr. C? (laughs) We're waiting for him to join. Then we'll start. Hopefully his TV on 79 this time. (laughs) Hopefully he don't fucking drop out 16 times on us. (laughs) Take your time, Marvin. Can't rush perfection, I guess. Can't rush greatness. Unless you're Tom Brady. Yeah, that, that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> he said void. Oh, man. What up? What up? Marvin! <laughs> Took you ten minutes, but you here, man. <laughs> uh, what up, man? All right, well, What's we on? got Lamont and Marvin back in. What up, Lamont? And What's this up? is uh episode episode two of Cultural Sports. Let's get and and fellas. If I had to sum up this past weekend of sports, I will call the weekend of CTE. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the, down to the referees. To Adrian Barner, like everybody has CT this weekend. That's true. That's true. Well, I think we should start it off with the main C- Saints CTE, the Saints game. Mm. Yes. So Lamont, go ahead with your your take of this uh, Saints or Rams game. My take is there was a big call at the end of the game that was missed. The Saints also had three or four big calls in their favor that weren't called is what it is. You get the overtime. You got to make the plays. You throw an interception. It is what it is. Where is the Better team won. At the end of the day, it is what it was. You want to say the refs? You want to say not? It's like two face masks, stomping on a player's helmet, and the delay of game not called. I mean, it is what it is. What about you, Marvin? Well, let's say the the ref, the refs won that game. Cause you know me, I, I thought the game was gonna be. I, I thought the game was gonna be the Saints killing them, thirty to ten, thirty-one <laughs> to ten. <laughs> and it was looking like that. It was looking like that at first. Seeing that uh, first half was fourteen zero. Actually, in the first quarter it was thirteen zero. That's quarter was thirteen ten. Like I felt like the um, the Saints was get like it was really slowing down in the third quarter. Third quarter was looking bad for them. In the fourth, just just know that second half the Saints was looking bad. I think on that last play, I mean, on the last um, drive in the fourth quarter, they could have scored. We all know that. That definitely was a pass interference. I don't know. This game really, it bothered me. 
That's why I can't. I'm over here stuttering. This game really bothered me. What bothered you? That play. That play. Yeah, but, <laughs> but but if, if that play is an excuse, it's a cop-out for the Rams playing excellent defense. Both running backs, under 50 yards. Michael Thomas, under 50 yards. Everybody wants to use everybody wants to use one bad play. Yo, there's there's visual evidence of four bad calls that the it would have helped the Rams score more points, and then that call doesn't matter. It look at Tom Brady gets rules in his favor all the time. He got the tough rule and all that. Like, yo, it is what it is. You gotta suck it up, keep moving. When you're when you're Two, uh, three of your top players don't produce. What do you think is gonna happen? Nine carries, thirty-one yards. Mark Ingram, Alvin Kamara, eight carries, fifteen yards. Michael Thomas, four catches, thirty-six yards. Yo, let's give credit to the Rams defense. Like I said, they were gonna do their thing. They just you know out- that play, that play, them. that play means a lot right now, though. That play is what they needed. They needed that play. That that's like if one of our teams was playing, and that something like that happened, you know, we would be like that. That'd be the talk. That they really stole that game from the Saints. And, yeah, well, that's that's how I, I look at it. That was the uh, the refs game. And like you're right though. For me, for the Rams defense, it was great, but. That, it, it was that play. I'm sorry. It was the play. I feel like the biggest difference in this game for the Rams was having to lead back because, man, he shut down Michael Thompson. Because the first, the first time they played, Thomas went off. And this game completely shut down. I tried to tell y'all. And then what really hurt the Saints when they had the interception by the goal line when Gurley uh, mm-hmm. couldn't catch uh-huh. it. They, they they could have punched it in for a touchdown. Like the Rams defense definitely stepped their game up for this game. I'm starting to see a lot of Sue. Sue's starting to be part of the defense now. You know, he was Helen Keller to the football season. I'm starting <laughs> to see a lot of them this year. <laughs> like he he's back. And he's coming I think he just came for the playoffs. And the cra- and it what's crazy right now, CJ Anderson took over yep. the running game. Todd Gurley was a non-factor at this game. Non-factor. I think Tom Gurley's gone. Todd Gurley's gone. How? He just he, he just resigned for like almost listen, four years. Listen, something. Odell signed for a big deal and wants to be traded. How are you the, the franchise running back? He didn't play much against the Eagles, right? You don't play much against the Saints. He didn't look hurt. He's riding the bike. What's the real issue? They're not reporting the injury. You know damn well if there's an injury. They talk about it. But you know that they, they have to hide that type of injury too. They don't want to keep one of the, like their best players out. And you know he catches the ball from the um, the backfield. So you know that they, they, they wasn't going to say that because they would um the league would have told him he had to sit down. Lots of teams. So you know they had to hide that. What help? What helps CJ Anderson is that he's re- he's a f- the freshest running back in the in the playoffs right now. Yeah, because he's been a free agent for most of the season. 
And then what 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 else helped the Rams is they stopped Ingram and Camaro. They stopped yeah, that dual running back, and that's what and that's what hurt the Saints. I, I feel like defense it should have like we we started it. I'm sorry to say it, but the Cowboys we started it. Ah, oh, here we go back to Dallas. <laughs> man. Can't get, uh, I'm sorry, can we get credit for that though? Marvin, this ain't the Dallas show, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, but but what came the the Rams kicker definitely came in clutch two times. Yeah, some that boy, that boy, that boy is clutch, I'm man. Seven yards. Check, I feel like somebody need to check his shoe. What get the? Ah, <laughs> uh, ready with the CTE, man. Yo, <laughs> one more of this, and he's off the show for good. <laughs> but after halftime, Kamara definitely came out, definitely came alive with 11 receptions and 96 yards. Listen, it's like I tried to tell y'all. I tried to tell y'all, like, you st- if, if you you got to pick your poison, right? And the Rams are, are one of the few teams that were able to do both. You shut down the running game. Those running backs together only had 46 yards. You throw in the fullback, 50. But then Drew Brees got negative two. So this team only ran for 48 yards. And Ugh. that's what they that's what you need to you need to pound the rock in the playoffs. Four they had 48 yards. CJ Anderson had 44. Big difference. And Kamara is a beast, man. Also, Cooks definitely showed up in this game. Seven receptions, 170 yes. yards. He definitely showed but out this, his own team. Just look at, like, for example, you got your leading receiver for the uh, for the Saints, Ted Ginn with 58 yards. Right? You got two receivers for the Rams, and they almost had a, almost had 200 together. It's, that's the difference right there. It's... The Rams are a more all-rounded team, if if you ask me, and it's kind of showed in this game. So my take on the CTE play, the referee was right there. Mind you, if the defensive player would have looked at the ball, it would have been intercepted. But he was he was playing the player the whole time. Mm-hmm. Mind you, yes, he hit him early, and it was helmet to helmet. Yeah. So it was two different penalties right there. Yeah, you could say they had chances, but that that's the penalty to for the Super Bowl, man. Like this is this is not a, a week four game with both possibly four and zero, but three and one. No, no, this is a championship game. Like this is for the Super Bowl. As a referee, you you cannot fuck this up. Yeah. Mind you, there's what I think with five to seven referees on the field, yeah. and you're telling me not one of them saw that. Come on, man. CT to the max. They ought to be. They ought to be drug tested, and evaluated for the CTE. <laughs> yeah, that's true, dog. Dude, there's no way. I feel like that right there just took the gas. Like this took everything out of the players. Like, oh, are you fucking serious? Yeah, but you get paid to play. Not worried about missed calls. Finish the game. Yes, it's a miss. But hey, you that's guys, true. You can ref- yourself. If they score a touchdown, they win. Period. Yo. And the referees get paid to to, to officiate yeah, okay. a good game. How many, how many how many games a year come down to a blown call 
because the referees blow calls. I think it's getting to the point where they're gonna have to change the system with referees. This is this is getting too bad, man. That's well, true. From from what I heard is that they want to make it like you could challenge, you could challenge uh penalties like pass interference, I, and I, under two minutes they will be able to be reviewed. I I think I think that that's that, that's the way it should be. Now I'll take a three hour game and make it four hours. Hey, I'd rather get it right than wrong. Right. Because, you know, if right now, if I was a Saints fan, I probably would have hanged myself. Because I'm not doing Stefan Diggs last year and the referees this year, I, I, I'm killing myself. Fuck it. As a Saints fan, I, I, I wouldn't be able to take any more, man. And I feel like how Breeze. My condolences to the Saints fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I feel like how Breeze played this year, I feel like he deserved to be in the Super Bowl right now. But it's just. You know what's crazy? I know I don't I don't, I don't want to talk about this, but after the Dallas game, he just fell off completely. I mean, he was not on his A game after the Dallas game, in my opinion. See, I thought this wasn't the Dallas show. I, I could have said more. I could have said more. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> you heard that Lamar? Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but all right. So let's let, let's move on to the the other CTE game of referees, the Patriots and Chiefs game. Well, let me, Marvin. What's your what's your take on that game? Well, can we all say that Brady's the goat? Hands down. Hands down. It was a good game, thirty-seven to thirty-one. The Patriots won. Brady, but I feel like Mahomes still outplayed Brady in that game. Um, Sonny Michelle came. Burke, Burkhead did real good. He won it when they needed it. So. Yeah, it was a great game. I, I didn't feel like – I haven't felt like the refs really messed up that game. I feel like it was a good game. Nah, the refs miss, made some big calls in that game. That were... Wait up, wait up. Lamont, Lamont, if we're going to talk about the refs, we could have said that about the Rams and the Saints. I did. I said the refs missed four penalties in the Rams' favor, one for the Saints. Everybody, everybody's holding on to the last penalty that was seen. Okay, that that. let's talk about the two face masks on the Saints. Let's talk about a player jumping on another player's helmet. Let's talk about the delay of game. Nobody's talking about the the unjust done to the Rams because the Rams won. But if the Saints won, then we'll be talking about the four penalties that should have been called. Okay, but can we? Can we just say that in the overtime drive, they was doing the same plays over and over? Who? The Patriots and the Chiefs couldn't stop it. Doesn't matter because it worked, baby. <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> That's my Chiefs. The Chiefs did not come. That defense, it came, but I feel like Ford, he messed up that game with third and ten, and when they stopped, when they shut him down, he was all size. Then yep. you know, you know how Brady, you know how Brady comes with it. So I, I give it up, Brady. Brady's the goat. Like he's one, one of the best ever. What about you, Phillips? I thought it was a great game. It was a great game. I mean, as soon as the coin flip went and went in Brady's uh, favor, I told myself it's over. 
You're not stopping him. You're not. It's impossible. Let's talk about Shoney Michelle. Two playoff games, 110 plus yards both games. Yes. And five and five Dude, touchdowns. Let's put some respect on his name real quick. Rookie. 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 Okay. But besides that, you know, I'm kind of with what Deion Sanders said as in you got to do something where all phases of a team have to play. Like, you didn't want to see Patrick Mahomes see if he could go score a touchdown on them then after that? It leaves it to wonder. Do it like he said. Start them from the 50. You get a first down, you could kick a field goal. But then your defense uh-huh. still got to come out and make a stop on the other opposition's offense. I feel like college uh, college football is overtime is way yes. better than the NFL's overtime. I want it in the NFL immediately. Yes. Yeah. And I'm going to let you know this right now. The Chiefs and the, um, the Colts is going to have a battle next year. Who's ever going to get in the Super Bowl? Huh? Ooh. I like... Here we go again. CT yep, and his finest. He's done. I'm, I'm deleting him from life. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. It's not the Colts and Chiefs and Sue Tom Brady leaves. I'm, it sucks, but Tom Brady is just in the playoffs. He's a different man. He's a he's a fucking cheat code. What fucking cheat code, man? <laughs> but I do believe the up and coming teams. Soon after he retires, it will be the Colts and Chiefs for many years. Young team staff. Definitely. It looks like GM know what they're doing. It's gonna be exciting. <clears throat> So I feel like the biggest thing will mess up the Chiefs in this game was not scoring in the first yeah. half. Because when it, when it was what fourteen zero going to halftime, I was like, "This this right here is gonna come and bite them in the ass." Because in the first half, the, the Kansas City couldn't get nothing going, no running game, no passing game, nothing. And then in the first half, the the Patriots were dominating the running game. I feel like Mahomes is he would have came in the first half. They would have, they would have outscored, they would have beat the Patriots, but knowing that, it definitely, it, de- it definitely would have been a different game if, if it was going back and forth in the first half. But Patriots just came out and just straight punched them in the mouth and dominated the first half. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for this Adrian Broner talk. <laughs> but Gronk definitely saved his best game of the year for the championship game because he definitely showed up in that game. <laughs> yeah, he did. <clears throat> So, like, reading, reading Tom Brady's stats, he was 30 for 46, 348 yards, one touchdown, two innings. He didn't play a good game, but he played a, a great a game for game. him to win. He was smart in that game. He yeah. distributed the ball well, and that, that helped. And then and Edelman, a third down to overtime, he just kept coming up clutch after clutch after clutch. It was just unbelievable. Right. It was like the first two plays of the, the first two plays of the downs, horrible. Third and ten, get it. Third and ten again, first down. Third and ten again, first down again. It was just unbelievable. That's Tom, Tom Brady is the definition of clutch team. Yeah. I think he stands up for all men when it comes down one <laughs> as one of the greatest quarterbacks. He's the greatest in all sports. I'm just gonna keep it real with you. Yeah, just, like that. Does any does anybody take any blame for this game? I don't know. No, I don't think this. I think, I think uh, 
Martin made a good point when he said, D Ford is really to blame for this game. Not only did they stop him on third, but I believe it was third and they got the pick. You're off mm-hmm. side. You have one job. Do not cross the ball until it's snapped. Now, just he didn't get pressure either like that. So you were offside for what exactly? Nothing. Right. So if he lines up correctly, it's over the chief win. And I believe that wasn't even an overtime. That was in the fourth quarter, correct? Yes. Yeah, it was in the fourth quarter. End the game. Boom. Andy Reid's in the Super Bowl. But you can't give, like I always say, you can't give certain players too many chances. And Tom Brady, you can't give him a second chance. You give him a second chance, tough. Shoot yourself in the head. Nope. I, I definitely get Belichick uh, credit. He definitely took out Tyreek Hill out of that yes, game. Yes, he did. Yeah, he took him out. Like I, I, he had what one wrong reception, forty-one yards. And after that, I ain't hear from him again. He was, and I don't like. He was only targeted three times. Listen, man, that is your best, your best skill player. You have to find a way to. I don't care if you put him in the backfield as a running back on some plays, just as a diversion. Get that man the football. Let him touch it so that the defense has to think he's going to get the ball. Three targets is unacceptable. You know what? And it's crazy. All, all year, people said Patriots Patriot didn't have a defense, but they shut out Hill and shut down Travis Kelsey, one of the best tight Not only that, out. how many rushing yards did they allow? A whopping uh, 10. 41. That's... The, the thing I don't get when you know that one of your, your, your threats, as we know, Hill Hill is one of the biggest threats in the NFL. Why not? I'ma call him I'm gonna call him baby Usain Bolt. <laughs> yes. Baby Bolt. I, I I just don't get when there's one of the biggest games that you only target him three times. I just don't get that. That's... You know what's crazy about Tyreek Hill? He developed from a special team player to an easily a top ten receiver in the game. Yeah. And it's all because of the speed, though. Yeah, but I I feel like he definitely developed uh his catching ability. Way definitely got better too. Right, right. Just... But Sammy Watkins definitely showed up though. Four receptions, one hundred fourteen yards. Sammy yeah. Watkins can ball. Yeah, he definitely can ball. Lost him again. CT CT's gone again, man. Yeah. CT at his finest. Come on, man. Yeah. It's twenty two minutes, twenty three minutes in, third connection lost. Come on, dude. <laughs> I can't deal with this. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, it's crazy how Tom Brady's playing in his ninth Super Bowl, man. Let me let's put no, not no, not, not, not three, not four, nine Super Bowls. Like how that that is crazy. Man. Listen, I'm, he's been to more Super Bowls than teams have, and I, it's, that is ridiculous, man. You know, you know who's above him in Super Bowl appearances? The Ooh. New England Patriots by only two. This man is a savage. <laughs> you know what's crazy, right? In 16 years, in the AFC alone, only four quarterbacks have been in the Super Bowl. Tom Brady, Rich Gannon, Peyton, and Peyton Manning. That's it. Listen. And Flacco, but nobody cares. Wow, disrespectful. Put some respect on him. 
<laughs> um, <laughs> let, I, I, you know, man, like, listen, like, um, I talked to, I had, I had spoke to Ronnie about the game before it happened. And I said, listen, man, me as a fan of football, I want to see, I want to see the young guns. I want to see the Chiefs versus Rams. I want to see them duke it out, right? I said, but as a, a man who's not slow and is competent, you put you tell me to make a bet. Whoever's betting betting against Tom Brady in the playoffs, I'll take that bet 99.99% of the time. He's going to win my, my money. You can't bet. I told him, I don't want you to win. You're going to win. Yeah, <laughs> I want the Chiefs to win. I'm picking the Chiefs, but my money is on the Patriots, and it is what it is. Yeah. Can't well, beat that. another year, another Super Bowl for Tom Brady, man. Must be nice. He has the best life in the world. Right. I don't care nobody says. Yeah, with him and that Giselle. <coughs> mm, he, yeah, mm, 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 little sexy. Oh my god. Bitch. Okay, stop, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's move on to. The biggest CT of them all. The fight. I Adrian, got... I did it for the hood, Bronner. Oh, my Well, gosh. let me start because I went for the man. Um, <laughs> first of all, I'm disgusted. The game was... I mean, the fight was terrible. On, on Adrian Bronner's behalf because he wasn't... He didn't let, let his hands go. Yep. He... He... The thing that bothers me with him, you don't like you, you. Sometimes you feel like you have a problem with Floyd, but in, in that ring, you you Floyd, you Floyd to the defense, <coughs> and, and how his defense, how defense is even art. He it, it looks his stands look so bad. Pacquiao was aiming for it. Like, Pacquiao was going at him all day. I had him losing 8-2. to two. Um, I, I actually didn't even feel like he even won, won a round. I felt like Pacquiao just came. He came like Mikey Garcia. They they was the aggressor, and they, they really demolished Adrian Broner. Uh, I, feel like, I feel like he had a headache because – even in the interview, he just—he didn't make no sense. Then he said, "The hood, we did, we do not, we do not stand for that type of fight." <laughs> <laughs> All right, my problem is this: if you want to be technical, he only loses that fight because he wasn't throwing punches. He, I don't, I don't understand how you throw. The most punches he threw was eleven in a round. And I'm, I'm, I'm keep it real with you. The punches that he threw was effective. Yes, it was dangerous. And that's why I say he he said one thing that made sense. If you right after the twelfth round, he said, "I controlled the fight." Now people aren't gonna like this, but a, a true fact, he did control the fight. He did. He could have threw more punches, and he could have won that fight easily. But he, I don't understand what he thought. He technically, technically, if you're going by the punches he threw, where they affected, yes, he technically outboxed him. But you'll never win when you're not throwing your hands. He ran. He basically ran the whole fight. If he throws maybe just a hundred more punches in that fight, it's a complete different fight. People were like, 
Well, look, Pacquiao's eye was swollen. Well, look, because Bronner's face was fine. There was a bunch of furies where Pacquiao wasn't really hitting, but he just, I didn't understand what he was. And then he's going to talk about the hood. Dude, yo, I'll trade you for Pacquiao any day after that shit, dog. You ruined yes. it. You're not good in the hood. <laughs> Don't say the hood. He had that fight in his hands, and he, I think, I feel like he was trying to show people he could box, like be a boxer, no, not a brawler, I, I, but it, it shot him in the ass. Well, let's just say, to make the long story short, he's not Floyd. Yes. <laughs> Lost him again. <laughs> CT at his finest, man. But yes. I think I, I, th- I think he needs to give up that Android phone, man. Go to an iPhone. I don't know at this point, man. He's on my shit list. <laughs> I can't deal with this. But I'm going to say this, though. Pacquiao was very... He was the most aggressor in this fight, though. He was. And Manny looked like five years, five years ago, man. He looked, he looked like a, a young Manny Pacquiao. I didn't... I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't... Pacquiao didn't show me nothing. It was more of what Bronner didn't do. It, that's how I felt. I, I watched the fight, and it was a... Man, if he if he was more aggressive, he wins. That's how I felt. It's just based off of how he performed was terrible. And then I'm sitting there like, how come no one in his corner is telling him to let his hands go? I felt like, yeah, what the fuck is going on? It's these ads, man. I, I gotta learn how to stop this thing. Porn ads? No. Uh, oh my god. Tab, okay. He got the he got the <laughs> the special ads. Two for one special. <laughs> <laughs> but in the seventh round, Pacquiao was just lining up Bronner's ass up on that round, though. When he had him against the ropes. Oh my god! Yeah, he was—he was just lighting his ass up in that round. I was thinking about Rocky Ford when I was seeing them punches. <laughs> Yo, listen, listen to these stats real quick, right? This is from this is from Pacquiao's fight. Jab wise. Pacquiao landed 30 of 371. Yep. Bronner landed 11 of 115. Oh Power punches, Pacquiao landed 82 of 197 punches. Bronner landed 39 of 180. So can we say, what did he get that he won? Real quick, real quick, real quick. One more thing. Body shots, Pacquiao landed 47. Bronner landed three body shots. He's still AB. He's still about billions. <laughs> I just don't get this guy, man. He's talented. He just, he just. This is gonna be the last pay per view fight. I, I, I feel this is how I feel. I don't think he's gonna be at pay per view again. He's gonna do a lot of um the zone at um Showtime. Because it was crazy. I, in twelve rounds, he was basically averaging eight punches well, a round. How? How is it even possible? And it was, but his punches were powerful. If he know them punches was it hurt. If you look at the press conference, Pacquiao was in Pacquiao looked like he was in pain. But if Barna was a little bit more guess, aggressive, he probably yes. would have won the Listen, fight. Yes. But he played he played yes. conservative and that's if you yes. double the total punches for Bronner, it's five he'll have five ninety and a hundred a hundred uh connections. You're not talking about then Pacquiao won. You're talking about oh Bronner beat him. Period. It it's it sucks that we had to sit through that terrible fight. But 
He definitely lost, and it was yeah. all on him. He controlled the fight, yeah. and he controlled it the wrong way. Blew it. Yeah. So, well, a question for this fight. In his last seven fights, Bronner is 3-3-1. Three, three, and no. one. Is he, consider, is he still considered a main event uh, fighter or not? Well, I, I'll let y'all go. Nah, go ahead. You already started CTE. Yeah, <laughs> come on, Dallas. Well, I can say, yeah. He, but he has to learn from that fight. He has to learn from that fight. If, if he learned from that, and he started throwing them punches that he was giving Pacquiao. The little eight punches he was giving Pacquiao. I'm telling you, it'd be a problem. He'd really be the problem, Broner. I'm telling you, he could still be a great because I, I, I want to ask for another rematch. I ask for another rematch. What about you, Phillips? What about what? What do you want me to say? Do you, do you think uh, Bronner's still a main event fighter? Does he talk enough shit to get people to want to see him fight? Yes. Yep. And that's all that matters. Ooh, okay. <laughs> okay. So, one last thing about the boxing night. Did you guys see the fight before this fucking uh, main event? That dude with the, the giant gash? Yes, yes. You see how he Badu got Jack. Badu Jack. Uh, Marcus Brown, the headbutt. Yeah. I think Marcus Brown got a machete in his head. Cause that, <laughs> that slice, that's that 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 I never seen. I'm telling you, that was a that was a warrior fight right there. Cause I would have quit. Is he still alive? Yeah, he's still alive. <laughs> okay. Fucking cub. Yo, did you, did you see the referee though? He was in. He was drenched in blood. Mm-hmm. Yes. <clears throat> like that was a that was a, like a predator fight, like. The line, yo. When that, when when his uh, his trainer was was pushing his head together, and I was like, that shit had to hurt. Yeah, that was a bad. That it was bad. Yeah, and it's crazy. They, I, I give him props. He 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 finished the fight. He's a warrior. A warrior with a, with the meanest CTE of all time. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's move on. Let's talk about James Harden dominating the NBA for the past three weeks. Uh, here we go. Yeah. I wish that they would have won that game. Oh, I'm sorry. My Sixers came, and we looked, we looked good against them. Uh, all right, man. James Harden. Why, 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 are, you, why, why are you huffing and puffing over there? Oh, talk to man. me. Talk to, talk, talk to us, fellas. This James Harden guy, man, he's – he he, he's a clown, man, to say the least. First of all, on, man. he gets twelve free throws a game. All right, twelve free throws a game. He's a shooting guard. You got Joel Embiid who plays in the paint. He gets ten. All right, that's second. That's the closest. So two two more free points a game for him. You can't touch this guy. It's a foul. As you've seen, Josh Hart literally tried to play defense with no hands. They still call a foul on somebody. <laughs> like, listen, listen, man. Let me, let me. Yo. I did just a little bit of research, right? Offensively, James Harden is basically the number one player offensively, right? <clears throat> Take a guess where this man falls defensively, ranking 
NBA players. That no, last. Come on. 229. Really? 229. <laughs> bro, come on. I I read this stat and I was offended. He can't you he's not he's no MVP of mine. Definitely not no MVP of me. No MVP. He can you cannot be offensively number one and defensively be ranked two twenty nine. Come on, son. Come on, son. It breaks my heart, man. So, you guys might disagree with me. I think James Harden is the best, the greatest regular season player of all time. No. Kill yourself. No. Regular season wise, he, he, I think he's the best player ever. He's better uh, than Jordan? No. Regular season no. wise? I don't even think that he's better. Than, I don't even think Jordan's the greatest. I think LeBron is. But it just, when it comes down regular to regular season, LeBron, maybe. I, th- I think regular season is LeBron. And the playoffs and the finals is just—I feel like it's Bill Russell and Jordan. But but Kev, why does it matter if he's the greatest regular season player if he's never going to win the most important thing, a championship? He's not. Yeah. But yo, this crazy, this crazy thing in in this three week run that he's dominating, he's averaging more threes than twos. Yes, because he's a scrub. Hold on, hold on. It gets better. He's averaging more free throws than shooting but twos. Listen, let's talk about how he had. The other night, like forty some plus points, and none of these points are off of assists. The one uh, in the one in the one stretch, it was one hundred fifteen points. Nobody passed him the ball because he's ball hogging. If you're gonna ball hog, at least put up the points. You're right. not really helping so, your team be a team. My biggest thing, I just don't understand how he gets the most calls in the NBA. I just don't understand it. Like, LeBron goes, runs to the paint all the time. He never gets called. It's like once in the blue, oh, foul LeBron. Yes. But Harden, Harden it's you, – you're next to him. You, you're getting a foul call. I just don't understand. Like, I don't know if the, the league is trying to push Harden to be the best player or w- what it is. I just don't understand they, it. They don't want to see a, a great be a great – they don't want to see LeBron be the best player right now. They're going to talk bad about him. They're going to do anything. Well, we all know LeBron's the greatest right now. Yeah, so let me he's ask a... you a question. What's the Cavs' yeah. record? <sighs> the worst it says enough. Yet. Says enough. Without LeBron, crash. With LeBron, they go to the finals. That's enough said. Regular season, LeBron hands down. And even if you want to talk playoffs, let's get technical. The same man who carries these teams through a regular season, he carries them to the finals all the time. You gotta put respect on him. He he can't beat the superstar teams, but he gets them there with nobody. And that's his fault. The only thing that anybody can come at LeBron about is the finals. That's, that's it. it. I'm gonna say this. I only, I only blame one finals on him in this the Mavericks finals. Don't that's don't snatch next. I blame. Right. I, I, blame <laughs> I, I blame. I blame Dirk Nowitzki for playing like he played. No. 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 <laughs> If LeBron, if LeBron shows up at all, the Heat blow him out. But LeBron, you know what? I don't. Next. Yeah. All right. So that last last question about this Harden thing. Do you see how he's dominating the scoring wise in the regular season? Do you think when it comes to the playoffs that you think he'll be worn out? Yes. <clears throat> it happens. It happens to the Raptors. It happens to the Raptors every year. Mm-hmm. That's true. That happened with Demar uh, Demar Derozan. Yep. Yep. So it's like it's nothing new. But listen, Marv, you never know. He might sniff a line of coke and he might be good. We don't know, man. Oh yeah. 
He, he, he get some of that Irving coke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what 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 is your guys take what uh, Kyrie said that he was missing? He's missing LeBron's leadership you know the, and playing LeBron. That's a lot. You think so? Yeah, it shows a lot because you got to remember Kyrie came in. He was given the team, eighteen years old. Uh, LeBron came back, and it's um, it's like let me put it like this. All right, say you're a young man, and it's you and your moms. You're the man of the house. Then some. Then somebody comes along. Now you got a stepdad. You got to give up the house. You feel what I'm saying? And you don't really understand how much responsibility it is sometimes until you on your own and you like, oh, I see what he had to deal with. Kyrie growing as a man and as a player, and at the end of the day, he he thought because uh, I could get my way out of Cleveland and and run the show. Yeah, but now you dealing with the same thing LeBron had to deal with. People wanting to be number one, wanting to to shine and. You know, it shows a lot because a lot of these players just think I could play, I could be the star and nobody's going to challenge me. The real challenge is when people challenge you and you, like LeBron, took the high road. Like, I'm going to teach you as much as I could teach you. You think it's better without me? Prove it. It's not. I think, I think. I agree with all that. I agree, Kyrie, 100%. I agree with what he just said. I think Kyrie realized that leading a team is not easy as you think it mm-hmm. is because it's it's the hardest thing which you can do in the NBA is lead an entire franchise on your back. It's not easy. LeBron did it two times in two different cities. But you cities, know what? Cleveland and Miami. But you know what, what was the thing with LeBron? Because if his team lose, they're going to blame him. If his team win, okay, they're gonna blame the. They're gonna say that the whole team shot, but they're not. They're gonna. They're never gonna actually give LeBron his credit. If if that team lose, they're gonna say LeBron had an off game. Or LeBron did this or LeBron did that. It, it was hard. It's hard I, being a, a leader on the team, and now now Kyrie see that. And, and Kyrie is learning, like play with young players. It can be frustrating because it is a learning curve. Play with young players. Young players are coming in. I just, I just, I just want to have number highlights. Right you got like, you have a Jason Tatum on the team, so they looking at it like, oh, he can be the leader of this team. So Kyrie, he, I, I, I see what he was trying to do, but I think it was more of, dang man, now I know what LeBron, how LeBron was like, what LeBron was talking about, or what LeBron was doing. It's a shame, though. Like you were saying, because they could have still got some rings together, them two. Let me ask this about LeBron. How do you feel as his ranking as uh, making players better when you play with him? I think he's the greatest at that. Yes. I I say the only hard part about that, they have to adjust to LeBron's play. You know what I mean? Because even even Wade and Bosch had it. It was it was kind of rough for them to adjust because their way of playing when it comes to LeBron. Two superstars who didn't need the help. Like no offense, Bosch and Wade could have been good without LeBron in their prime. Yeah, Kyrie and Love would have never been able to make it without Bron, bro. I'm sorry, that's that was never gonna happen. It's like now, perfect example. Kyle Kuzma. Who was talking about him consistently? Man, LeBron had that boy putting up 44. LeBron had him putting up 30 a game. 
at one point. Like LeBron makes players so confident, they feel like the the, the basket's ten feet wide. You know what? I think Kyrie Kyrie had it easy when he was playing with LeBron because LeBron took all the criticism for yeah, everything. I just said that. I said it. I said he he took the blame for everything. So Kyrie was out, you know what? Fuck it. LeBron said, I don't got to worry about that. But now that couple couple weeks ago when the Celtics were struggling, it was all on Kyrie. Like, Kyrie, like, this is your fault because when you was gone, this team was one game away from the finals. Right. So do you think Kyrie coming back and Gordon Hayward fucked up the, fucked up the chemistry of the Celtics? Yes. Um, I want to yes. put more of that on Hayward, actually. Yeah. Gordon Hayward. Hayward. Do you feel like everybody? You feel like everybody's feeding to Hayward? Hey, hey, with your back out here, take the ball, shoot it. You know what I mean? I, I feel like they should have traded him for somebody better, like get some uh, another big guy. All right, I don't think you. This Gordon Hayward is a star. Get get CTE going. Um, getting better than Gordon Hayward, you're not going to really do that too much. Not too many players, I would say, are actually overall better than him. But what you could have done was traded him for a, like you said, a big man. Because at the end of the day, your 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 guards and your small forward is the problem. You you, you got Rozier, you got Kyrie, then you got Tatum, you got Brown. You throw Hayward. Now you got five players for two spots. When you only need four players, you had an odd man out. You could, have, and then you got more uh, Morris too, who sometimes plays small forward. So if you got six players battling for four spots, you should have traded him and got a good big man. That's what I would have did from the rip. Oh, he's healthy. Ship him and get a big man. So you you think Kyrie squashing this so called beef for LeBron? You think it's a possibility of them teaming up in the LA next year? Uh, nah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't see Kyrie doing that. Kyrie still wants his own team, but now he's smart enough to know to go to a team that's that has another player that's uh, solidified and can help him more on the consistent basis. Yeah. All right, guys. So let's let's talk about our random topics for the final uh, topics for the week. Okay. So. In your in your opinion, which is which is a harder L to take, getting dubbed by a girl in the club or getting dubbed by a girl in the gym? Getting dubbed. The gym. The gym. The gym. The club, you can barely see it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna see you again, shorty. I ain't worried about it. Everybody else worrying about dancing and everything is dark and seeing the in the gym. That's that's deep. You trying to help somebody and then they just walk off. That's the and you got to turn around and everybody else looking at you. And they probably ask you, is you okay? That's- <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like approaching a girl in the gym, and she, have, she has her headphones in, you're like, hey. And she's like, huh? And you're like, nah, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Because the worst part of it, let, let's be honest, in the gym, in the gym, everybody's, everybody does. I don't care what nobody says. You're always looking at the prettiest girl. Oh, yeah. So, so when you approach that girl, Everybody's gonna be looking at you. So your facial expression when you walk away, if you if you get dubbed, everybody's like, "Yup, he didn't get the number." So, and mind you, the worst part the worst part of this, you're gonna have to see that person every yeah. single time you go to the gym. And when you do a set, you're like, "Oh, she really dubbed me, man." I got a random topic. 
What's up? Bowling alley. Goff. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Kev, you tell my mans or what? All right. These niggas thought it was, I, there was this bitch there. She was like eight foot seven. No, start from what you were saying so he could feel why. I said I, I was I would put out a cigarette in her asshole. While you eat the pussy. That's wild. I did not say that. I was like, put out <laughs> the cigarette on her pussy. Like, geez, my goodness. Kevin, what, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't even hear the best part. Go ahead, Kev. So, mind you, this bitch is like eight foot seven, okay. right? She's built like a center. Ugh. And everybody thought she was a man. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing was never confirmed. She was just a big ass bitch. No. She was bigger than he's Shrek. lying to you. It looked like an Adam's apple from where I was standing. Oh my god! <laughs> Please, oh my god! <laughs> that's the that's the that sounds so terrible. It sounds so disgusting. <laughs> that's Kevin. You need to stop. <laughs> 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 quick, quick! Uh, I just seen on Bleacher Report, Melo holds the record for scoring at MSG with sixty-two. Harden has thirty-six at the half. He's beating it. Yeah, he's gonna beat it. I hate this. If not, if not, he'll if not he'll drop fifty. That's that, that's guaranteed. I'm so I'm surprised that the Slash Brothers didn't break that record yet. Uh, you seen uh Victor Oladipo got hurt? When today? Yeah, season-ending knee injury that will require uh, surgery. Oh, my gosh. What the fuck, man? I know. Sorry. They didn't, he, he, he didn't deserve that, man. He, he was definitely an up-and-coming player, man. Yes, he is. Just don't get it. Oh, my God. Well... That's definitely a wrap for episode two, uh, two guys. Yeah, we hit we hit fifty minutes again. Always. Well, for the both time, I so, say always like it was like thirty episodes. <laughs> 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 like, oh. We're already two episodes in. <laughs> yeah. But to our listeners, we will definitely be dropping episodes every Wednesday. Yes, eight thirty. Eight thirty, man. See you guys next week, Wednesday. Right, we out, fellas. Yeah, fellas.